Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila and it's lovely to be with you today. So you will find out more about me on ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course Initial-Impact.com. But for those of you who do listen to the podcast already, you'll know I'm here to help you live your best possible life. If you haven't discovered me before, welcome to my show. Please subscribe to my newsletter. Feel free to buy me a coffee if what I'm sharing with you today is going to help you because it helps me help you. I can continue providing free podcasts and other support services to yourselves and other individuals worldwide who can't afford to pay for coaching. So thank you in advance for all of that. All of the links below, down there in the links below. And I am very happy to have you with me. So today, what am I speaking about? I'm going to speak about my lovely German listeners. Okay, well, not about you specifically. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to speak for you, as in I'm going to try and give you some support and advice because many of you are writing in and thank you so much for letting me know which countries you are listening to me from. It's amazing to find how far and wide you are. So many German speakers have written into me, contacted me. The best way to reach me, by the way, is Telegram. That's the fastest way, but you can drop me a message at hello at initial-impact.com. It does take longer to, uh, to respond to those. So Telegram is your place to be. Um, they are asking, you are asking, okay, all right, how on earth can you fix some of your pronunciation errors? You are quite aware that there are some issues that you struggle with, and in many ways, you say to me, as one listener said, I'm rather embarrassed to do something about it. Now, I don't want anybody to be embarrassed to do anything about their language. Um, remember, we all have accents, and the information I'm going to share in this podcast will be relative to you, even if you're not a German speaker. Um, to be honest with you, in, in English, the th sound, thinking, thoughts, okay, thank you, doesn't really exist in many languages, actually. So if we think about it in Russian, Polish, French, okay, this, this content I'm going to share here when we come to that conversation equally applies to you. Um, so I don't want anybody to feel that their, their particular nationality or their accent is a big problem compared to other people's. It's not. Everybody has issues. Um, even native speakers have issues. I have issues. We can all do things to try and minimize or just reduce um, any communication confusion. And that can be caused sometimes by our pronunciation of certain letters. So let's not think about being ashamed or embarrassed to get help. Let's talk about what we do about it. So cracking on today, the top five here for you that I would recommend that if you want to change how you're sounding or improve your clarity and understanding by other people are these. So the first one, replacing the th sound with the z and the d sound. This happens a lot with German speakers, but other nationals too. Um, the German trilling R sound is very different than the English R sound. So that's another one that causes problems. Um, frequently, I find that my clients and students replace the W sound, the what sound, with the what sound. Okay, this also happens with my Turkish speakers too. Okay, so as I say, there's plenty in here. It's not just with German speakers, but I want to specifically address the German listeners who have asked me for this information. The fourth one: we often find that you are devoicing the English consonants at the end of the word, so you just they're not there. And the fifth and last one is if you think about it diphthongs such as the ones used as in own okay you just skip them you just get rid of them okay so let's look at it one step by step one by one and see what we can do to help you tackle them all right so as we say the first one is that that sound it applies to many of you not just germans 
Okay, why does it happen? Well, okay, the English that sounds quite difficult to pronounce because they don't exist, right, in German and in other native languages. Um, so the the voiced foot sound, as in they, or the unvoiced foot sound, as in thanks, okay, um, are present in the German language, okay? So neither of those are there. Um, since the sounds don't exist, clearly, logically speaking, all right, um, you will often use the closest sounds that you do know well instead. It's just habit. This is what humans do. We're, we're pretty smart, so we just try and substitute things in here. Um, so this is the power of the human brain, I have to say. It's not a conscious thing. But So you substitute usually the duh for the voiced foot sound and the z or the sut for the unvoiced foot sound. And sadly, what happens is it makes it difficult for native speakers of English to properly understand you. Okay, so um, when I have students, for example, I have lots of Vietnamese students at the moment um, struggling with uh, managers and bosses from Germany and also from the Netherlands. So hello, the Netherlands. I know I've got a few listeners in the Netherlands as well. Nice to have you here too. Um, so any sort of um, Dutch speakers here, these are some of the challenges. Uh, I've got a few listeners in Switzerland as well. Wow, Switzerland. Okay, actually, I did a fantastic coaching session way back now with a diplomat. Um, from Switzerland. That was an amazing experience, a really, really smart guy. Um, and a very interesting coaching couple of sessions too. So if, you know, look, it doesn't matter what industry or not you're from, you could be a diplomat, you could be a government official, it doesn't matter. I help everybody who needs that help, okay? So, uh, you know, and even if you're not somebody from that type of sector, okay, maybe you're just somebody who just, you know, just wants to improve your English just for fun. It's okay, I can help you too. So yeah, we find that these areas, these sort of um, areas, the z and the dot sound being substituted really cause problems. Um, and if you think about it, you can test this for yourself, okay? So try to say they and they, okay? All right, and then tie and thigh. Now, I try to say to you always, make this an active listening lesson. Do not just listen to me while you're washing the dishes or commuting. Try to engage with the session because what we practice, we become. So if you practice, you know, good thinking and good exercise and good thoughts, generally speaking, we will start to show up more with those things happening, although it's harder if your environment doesn't allow for it. But doing the best that we can can help offset any issues. Um, the same with your English. If you practice every day or regularly, just every now and again, is not gonna really work as well as consistently every day. So try to do this wherever you are right now. Um, if you can't practice out loud, <laughs> maybe it's just not appropriate right now where you're listening, then try to write down some show notes here from me. Try to jot them down somewhere. That's a nice expression to jot down, to write them down, to scribble them down, scroll them down. Listen to those words, scroll, scribble, jot, jot down a note. It means just quickly write something, okay? Scroll, mm, kind of just, yeah, very scratchy, not, not clear handwriting, just rush and write them down. And then use them at a later stage or come back to this podcast at a later point in the day when you can do it. So try to say day and day and then tie and thigh. Now, if they sound very similar, you need to learn a few tricks to get this foot sound working. All right. OK, because they really shouldn't. OK, they and they should sound totally dissimilar there. They and they. Listen, they. OK, they. As in, they said they won't come to the party. And good day. Okay, 
if you're not hearing that hard duh sound and you're saying day and day, you know you've got a problem. Equally, if you're going day and day, you've got a problem. Tie and thigh, okay, um, we should hear the definite th sound. Now, the th sound, as we said before in other podcasts, is produced from putting your tongue just at the back and the top of your teeth. Sometimes it can stick through a little bit at the front and, and blowing air through. Okay, so this is the difficulty. If you're saying tie and tie, you got a problem. Okay, right. So to make sure you're able to pronounce the English th sound correctly and not substituting it, takes practice. Okay, and here what I would like you to do is I say is just practice that tongue going to the back of your teeth. Okay, and then putting it there, and at the same time when you go to pronounce they. Okay, they, I want you to feel the tongue at the back of your teeth and then push the air through, they, they, okay. Now, this is very hard to do on a podcast, to be honest with you, okay. Um, it's better to have a session with you, so this is what I encourage you to do. Book yourself a 30-minute free of charge session, all right. It's going to cost you nothing, and in those 30 minutes, we can take you through quite a few pronunciation sounds and also show you some fun tongue twisters help you really push forward on that so get yourself a session please also if you want to see some of this on my youtube channel subscribe there as well all right and that makes it a bit more visual okay step number two using the german trilling r instead of the english r so here you can check and see whether you're doing this okay it's really hard to recognize that there's lots of variations of the r sound um for example in russian the r is much stronger than say the british or american r um, in Germany, you have your own version of the R, which is very different again than the, the English R too, right? Okay. Now, the German R is often called the trilling R because the tongue strikes the plate, okay, the top of the roof of your mouth a few times in quick succession. Um, and really, it's even um, shown in the IPA phonetic alphabet, okay? The phonetic alphabet is how words sound as if you were to pronounce them, okay? So letters in this case for the alphabet. German R is, is actually signified um, by a different symbol as well. So it's the capital R turned upside down. So in the English R, the other hand, it's kind of produced in a very different way. So your tongue does not touch your palate at all. Okay. Um, that's really important that you know that. In the, the IP phonetic alphabet, the English R is, is denoted by a very small R turned upside down. Okay, so if you're looking at the phonetic alphabet and thinking, what on earth do I do? How do I understand this? That's what you're looking for. Test yourself very quickly on this one. All right. So try to say a few simple English words um, with an R sound in. Pick, pick some that are quite straightforward. Okay. So maybe you might want right. Okay. Or car. Or room. Or ready. Okay. Or really. Now, where does your tongue stay? If it is banging around at the top of the roof of your mouth, on your palate, then that's a problem. You're doing a trilling R, okay? If it's just staying neutral, room, so it should just stay in the middle of your mouth. Room, ready, car, really, right, okay? It should stay neutral. If it's not, as I've said, then this is an issue. And again, it needs tackling. And the best way to do that with all of these, like I say, is actually to get a session with me because we can show you it on webcam. We do it together. Even if you try to follow people online, so if you go to YouTube, there's loads of YouTube videos out there, to be honest. But the problem is, you can't be corrected by that person real time, okay? And they would be able to help you exceptionally well 
if they were able to catch you while you were doing it and say it's there. And you can try all you like to move your mouth around and try to see, well, what are they doing there? But you're trying to copy them and you're not getting any other guidance from them. And this is going to cause a lot of problems. It's going to slow down your English learning because you're trying to work out the mechanics. Why do that when there's somebody like myself offering a 30-minute free session to help you get the mechanics sorted? All right? Then you can go away and carry on on your own. So this is what I would recommend that you do to get yourself a session. Now, if you want to try and practice um, with pushing, pushing yourself along rather than a coaching session, you can absolutely access a whole range of tongue twisters and exercises online. There's plenty on a place called engu.com. Just Google engu.com. Um, also, if you want to sign up to my academy, less than the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can find it's packed full of downloadable resources that you can use there um, to, okay, to carry out your own coaching at your own speed. You don't need a session with me. There's no booking required. You just pay your monthly subscription fee and you access it all in one place. Um, it also gives you uh, a whole host of other goodies, um, including jobs, okay, international jobs, and a platform for you to upload your own video so that you can reach employers, okay, and actually showcase to them you live talking. So they can see that you know what you're talking about. They can hear how you sound and you can really present yourself in the best possible way. And this is exceptionally important, okay, because many times part of the problem stopping you from getting into countries where you want to work is because you're not already there, okay, for an interview and it kind of puts people off. But if they can see a link to your video and see you're an expert talking about what you do, they think, well, okay, even if they're not in this country, I'm actually really interested in this person. And they, they're doing something very different with their CV and resume and this link. I like them. I think we need to interview them, okay? So it does work a lot. Now, let's talk about what you can do. Um, you can do a lot of challenges. So pronunciation practices, um, really, really important. So try to repeat this after me. And let's hear that we get the R sounding neutral. So try to repeat this after me. And if you can't do this right now, do it at the later stage. So would you like some bread? Would you like some bread? So we, we should not hear that R going, okay? There should be no R sound or D sound, okay? Nothing, just bread, okay? This page is different. This page is different. Now, Arabic speakers, if you're listening to this one, it should not be this page is different. Okay? You should not be chunking down as we find you do with this this okay into these consonant clusters this is page is different 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 we run it together okay children grow up fast children grow up fast okay i run twice a week i run twice a week now again if you're a speaker from any of the asian language countries again as we know is a huge challenge for you guys and girls okay again it's not one particular nationality that has this problem. This is what I want you to all understand is that you are all facing challenges in different ways and many of them are shared, okay? So we often hear that the run sound does not turn up. It's very hard, okay, for Chinese speakers, Korean speakers to do this, okay? So just keep practicing. Did you break the vase? Okay, did you break the vase? Now, what is a vase? Let's just be really clear about here. Or sometimes you'll hear it called vase as well. It depends who and how is pronouncing the word. A vase or a vase is basically uh, another name for like a container, a nice decorative jar, okay, that maybe you put uh, flowers in, something like that, often made of pottery, um, some sort of ceramic material, porcelain, a clay, 
okay, or glass, okay? And sometimes you'll have a metal one as well, but clearly it's much harder to break that. Okay, you can bend it, you can dent it. That's a nice word, right? Dent and bend, to dent something. They dented the side of my car means, okay, there's like, it's pushed in, the metal's been pushed in. You've got a dimple in, in the side of your car, which would be if somebody just pushed something into it and just left a small indentation. Listen to these words, indentation going in, indent, indentation, okay? So uh, somebody reversed their car, that means they drove their car backwards into the side of my car, sadly, and it indented the side of the panel, the side of the car door, okay? So a dent is a dimple or pressure into a piece of metal. To bend something means totally bend it, totally out of shape, right? It's not just a small, like, movement in that material. It's a whole thing, right? Okay, so I had a car accident. God forbid we did. But I had a car accident, okay? And, yeah, the whole thing, all right? The whole car was bent and broken, right? The metal was twisted, okay? So these are some nice words. And I really like this book. I really like this book. Now, obviously, say if you're an Asian speaker, you'll be saying, I really like this book. Okay, try to change that. Really, really. Now, that is a hard one. Again, it, you do need to do this on a webcam with this, um, but we shouldn't hear any trilling, okay, with this, German speakers. Also, the same with my Turkish speakers as well, all right? And Arabic speakers, we should not be hearing chunking down, okay? So it is not, I really, okay, I really like this book. It's just I really like this book. All right. Now, it's important for you to try to go through things like this okay, every single day. Give you 10 minutes a day focusing on the issues you have challenges with. Do it for 28 days. I guarantee you, as long as you're putting it into practice, listening to yourself, okay, you've got to listen to yourself, saying these things out loud, record yourself and look at yourself back and spot what you're doing and then correct it again, you will make huge progress. Okay, absolutely massive progress without a doubt. Mistake number three, moving on, the W and the but sound, okay? The W and the V sound, so replacing it or switching it around, okay? Was or was, <laughs> right, okay. If you think about it, all right, German speakers of English and Turkish speakers, you often use your German uh, what sound, okay, whenever you see the letter W in English text. So as an example, uh, we may hear that the English word was, okay, is pronounced vas, okay, vas, okay. That's the problem. The English letter W isn't at all pronounced that way. Um, and English has the same sound as the German W, um, or and also the German, sorry, the German, the, the V sound, okay. So this is it. It's the V sound that you're using there, okay, like very and never. So to test yourself on this one, your lower lip, okay literally has to touch your upper teeth okay and your lips are closed okay um that sound is the in english the very or never and it's what you would know as your german w sound okay so this is why it gets confusing okay because you see that written and you think it should still be pronounced as a v sound but it's not okay so speakers of german you really need to pronounce that the right way and it is hard for you to do that because of course it doesn't exist that what sound does not exist in your language okay so to make the english what sound together you just need to shape your lips like you're trying to give a kiss all right okay like, 
but don't don't close and pull it right the work and then what you do is you touch your palate the top of the roof of your mouth with the middle part of your tongue a little bit work work okay if you can't do that you don't need to worry just do without just try to do the kiss motion like work 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 okay and you can keep the tongue in a more neutral position and you'll still manage it but you just need to so you're going very so you don't want to be doing your uh, lip touching your upper teeth if you're doing a but but sound or you're biting your bottom lip even like very very okay then you've got a problem you're doing the but sound when you should be doing the what kissing sound all right okay i know it sounds crazy but it's the best way i can describe it number four devoicing those english consonants at the end right okay feels very natural to you um, if you're a German speaker, because that's how the German language operates. Um, and you're using your rules to apply to English, and this is the problem. It doesn't work that way in English. Um, if you devoice the word bag, you'll get back. Back, back, right? Okay. Um, road becomes rote, and surf becomes surf, right? These are not great things to have happen, right? Okay. If you're talking, um, it may be in a meeting, and you say, oh, you know, I left. I left my notes in my back. I left my notes in my back. Okay. Um, if you're saying I need to go back on the road later, but you're saying I, I need to go back on the road later, like what? Um, and oh, we're at the restaurant now. Let's ask if they can surface some food. Okay. It's like service some food. Surf, okay. You can understand why it just doesn't sound professional. So with these examples, you're going to find both. The voiced and devoiced words at the end in English, okay? How do you tell which one to use? Well, ah, sounds awful to say. Native speakers, we just know, right? If you're not a native speaker, you can just check it out yourself. Um, a transcript of the word in a dictionary. Also, as I say, if you go to Engu, there's some great resources on there. And you can even click to hear the sound voice, which is what I love about that. And it's totally free of charge if you don't do that. Also, you can check out on my academy. Um, you get access to similar oper operations there too, so you can really use them all in one place. Okay, test yourself on this. Um, record yourself saying any of these tricky words you shouldn't be voice. Okay, and then compare it with a native speaker recording from your favorite dictionary. Right. Okay. So that's what I'd recommend you do. Check yourself against, say, the NB ones, and see how you're sounding. Okay. And it's really important um, that Okay, how can I put it? That you don't give yourself too much of a hard time on this. Um, some scientific studies have indicated that speakers of German, even when you're trying not to devoice them, don't voice as clearly as the native speakers. Okay, so I really want you to focus on voicing very hard and clear. Okay, you've got to push yourself on this, and this is what we do in our one to one session. So if you'd like to join in one of those, please do. Also, if you want a group session, which makes the cost even more affordable, um, and you're working with other native speakers of English as a second language, then you can really practice all of this and more. And the point of those groups is actually so you can give each other feedback. Um, we can say, look, I'm really sorry, but I don't understand what you just said there. Um, it helps because you're getting feedback from your peers and other nationals who you will be working with internationally. It's going to help you massively with your listening skills as well. And it's a great way to meet network people. So come and join us. All right. Again, all of this is on ESLBusinessEnglishExpert.com. The final one is mistake number five, missing out those TikToks. Okay. 
So you have problems with that sound. And um, why? Well, basically, it's again all of this because it just doesn't exist in German. If it did, there won't be this problem. Okay, so it's not your fault per se, but we do need to fix it. So um, the closest one that you've got is the O sound. All right. So um, instead of own, if we said I own that property, you would say own. I own that property. Okay. Now we don't want that to be coming out like that. So test yourself with this. Say own, over, and older. Now is the first sound of those single words coming out as an O sound or an O sound or an U uh sound? Okay. Right. This is what you want to make sure. You need to produce a clear U sound. Okay. Like older, older, own, own, over, over over okay right start with that but don't stop there keep going and continuously switch to the sound of uh as well okay so you want to run through a whole variety of options on here older over own operation you want to get this right okay and again if you go to engel there are loads and loads of worksheets available there to help you um i think that possibly if you don't want to do a one-to-one -one session that would be the place that I would recommend that you might want to go and check out and do some of these on your own at first. Once you've got that, then you can perhaps come into a session with myself, okay, um, and practice a bit more as well. Or you can just get the free session with me now and we can take you through that together and then you can go away and continue practicing on your own and then maybe come back for future coaching if and as you need it. Um, it's important though, really, really important that you can try to do as much of this 10 minutes every day as you can to eliminate these sounds because as we've seen, it really does cause a lot of trouble, okay, a lot of trouble. To produce that sound we're talking about, you need your mouth nice and open wide, your tongue down and your jaw down, okay, and as you produce the sound, you round your lips and move your jaw and tongue upwards, so house, proud, south, ground, cloud, shout outside, mouth, okay? Um, and then these sounds here, boat, show, no, coat, road, ghost, throw, tomorrow. So try to, try to do those, pause them, come back to them, all right? And this is what I would like you to try and do because it's important, it's important that you repeat, repeat, repeat. And that consistency is really going to help you. Okay, it's really honestly, I can't put into this enough emphasis to say consistency is key. 10 minutes of this every single day, record yourself and listen to yourself back, and you are going to hear yourself sounding better in 28 days. Okay, I promise you that. So, look, I hope this has really been of insight to you. Clearly, it's going to help many of you, not just German speakers. I'm going to do more on this, also more on Arabic speakers, Japanese speakers. Oh my goodness, we've got so many people now messaging, it's great. Um, Chinese speakers, okay, lots of different information there for you. My French speakers, more to come for you too as well. Also, those of you in Vietnam, I'm getting a few people messaging from Vietnam. So if you'd like some help there, let me know as well, okay? Um, we'll do some more show notes for you as well. Take care, stay safe, and keep going. I'll see you soon. Hello, everybody. And sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you. All right. So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30 minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to uh, pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job over.
overseas. We would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. We look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes. Okay, So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you. Okay, So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.